six questions for Andreas Klippe. That's me. <laughs> Flood Protection Secrets. The podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. So the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free critical infrastructure and livable cities? Flood Protection Secrets The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster. Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge and this podcast will give the answers. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. This is a Christmas edition, so um, yeah, advanced Merry Chris Christmas or Merry Christmas. Uh, perhaps you watch uh, this video a little bit later. So my team has chosen another six questions and uh, yeah, let's go for it. Uh, it's Christmas time, I'm curious. and. As I said already, I did not know and I don't know the questions yet. So I have to look to my monitor right here and I'm very curious. So please, question number one. If your company were to design a unique Christmas themed product or services, what would it be and how would it spread joy and cheers to both employees and customers? A unique Christmas themed product or services um, shall that be related to flood protection or, <laughs> or, or not? I, I, I guess yes. Huh? So um, then I would, I would uh, come up with a service uh, that um, finishes the, that is a kind of advanced, advanced um, assessment early, um, perhaps um, in the middle of the year already, that before Christmas at least, a flood barrier system could have been installed already because sometimes the people run out of uh, run out of of time and quite often uh, it depends where you live but I have the feeling that quite often disasters happen just around Christmas time. Now it's 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 strange. I, I think most probably it is not true, but it is like that. Um, it's the same thing here in, in Germany. If you have a problem with your heating system, you can be sure it happens December 23 or 24 when all the, the service companies, all the companies are closed and then you are alone with your disaster unless you have a chimney. I'm lucky I have one. So um, yeah, that would be a service early in the year, a Christmas um, preparedness, preparedness uh, flood barrier um, assessment that everybody can have the solution ready before Christmas and then at least the Christmas season is, uh, um, is safe and everybody can enjoy it. Next question, please. Can you share a heartwarming Christmas memory from your childhood? 
or there were many. Um, it was always when uh, I have a younger younger brother, five years younger, uh, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, if you watch this one, that is f about you. And um, when we were at home in, in, the, in the house of my parents in Berlin, uh, deep in the south of Berlin, uh, just before the, the Berlin Wall, so very provincial, but still in the big city. So we had a, a house and a garden. Uh, sometimes it was snowing, then the garden was white. <laughs> Uh, and um, yeah, it's a Christmas uh, day. So we celebrated Christmas at the Decem at December 24. And in the afternoon, so people normally worked until one o'clock, 2 p.m., something like that. And uh, then everybody decorated the Christmas room. In our case, we were not allowed, we as the children, to go into the room and watch the Christmas tree, uh, decorated by my father and my mother. And uh, my grandmother came along, so both grandmothers, and uh, one was living with us uh, at, uh, at the, same, in the same house, the second house just in front of us. And the other, other one came visiting us. And then it became yeah, 3 o'clock and 3.30. And then uh, we were allowed to go inside. And then suddenly my father said, and it was so beautiful, this Christmas tree with all these handmade decoration. You know, I, I, I did that by my own and my brother and my mother. So everybody made it by our own. So it has a, had another value. And then my father suddenly had to ex excuse himself because he said, I think I have something urgent to do for my neighbor, for our neighbor. So I think I was, I don't know, five years old, six years old, seven years old, later 10 years old. And I knew already how it was going on, but my brother was still younger. And um, yeah, and then suddenly it knocked at the door. Boom, boom, boom. And something like that, perhaps you could, could hear that. And uh, then the, my mother said, oh, perhaps that is Santa Claus. And then uh, I was curious, <laughs> nervous. Uh, I, my hands became, were getting to, to sweat, become, they became wet. And my mother went to the door and opened the door and there was Santa Claus standing in front of the door with his red dress and his red hat and the white bar beard and a big brown sack uh, on the shoulder and uh, asking, is that the house of Andreas and Thomas? And oh, I was getting more nervous. And then I said, yes, 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 please come in. And then Santa Claus came in and uh, yeah, went into the room and then uh, uh, I forgot that my father was not around uh, and um, then Santa Claus asked us uh, children first uh, whether we have be, be uh, we, we have uh, we were uh, doing good during the last day here and uh, whether we can present a poem uh, some lyrics or sing a Christmas song and that was always the hardest uh, with the lyrics but it was I was doing well and my grandmother was excellent she did very well from my mother's side um, but it was up to us, the kids, and then we did that and then we could get our Christmas gifts from the big brown bag from the shoulder of Santa Claus. And um, it was so exciting and then we, Santa Claus went away and wished us well and we wished him well. We never saw the reindeers, by the way, yeah? and never, we never saw Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> I was even not interested to, to look for it. I was so busy with my gifts and then I was uh, unpacking it and then I said, oh, it's a pity that our father could not participate. And uh, after a while he came back and he said, oh, 
did I miss Santa Claus? And I said, yes, you missed it again, last, like last year. Oh, really? How was it? I said, brilliant, look, all my gifts and everything. And then he said, oh, next year I will make it. And of course, when I was getting older, I knew Santa Claus was my father. Uh, at, but I didn't tell I didn't tell to my younger brother because we didn't want to spoil him the the Christmas season and uh, that is the the secret at the end of the day if you know a secret uh, then don't tell it to the others it's like uh, that is that that keeps the mystery alive and that was really one story of my from my childhood um, heartwarming I find I always think about that that was really really nice okay next question. What's your favorite thing about Christmas? The favorite thing that is normally the joy before, but uh, when you get older, you lose it a little bit. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, normally Christmas season for us um, here in the Western world uh, and, and in other parts of the world, it starts uh, beginning of uh, end of November already with a, with the first advent. So uh, that, that is when we light, uh, light, uh, light, light on. <laughs> Yeah, the first um, uh, the first uh, uh, candle on the on the, um, for the advent. So it, it must be four, and uh, sometimes the fourth advent uh, falls on December twenty-four. Uh, but um, quite often it is just before. Then it starts. It starts with uh, with with the cakes and uh, the Christmas stollen. Uh, it smells uh, well in the kitchen. The Christmas markets start in Nuremberg, Dresden, Frankfurt, Munich, Berlin, everywhere. Uh, in every every village almost in, in Germany has a Christmas market and uh, that makes it special. And then preparing the Christmas decoration, uh, um, preparing Christmas cards, uh, um, gifts uh, and so on. That is, I think, the best of Christmas. It is not the Christmas day itself because that will pass away very fast, but it is all the things before. And that is getting lost a little bit when you get older. It's a pity, but for the children, I'm quite sure it is the best. Next question, please. What Christmas gift do you treasure the most? What Christmas gift? <sighs> Almost impossible to say. Um, I remember one time that my father was um, giving me um, giving me a big truck a, 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 that was a toy. Yeah? The size was a little bit like like, like that. Can you can you see it? Uh, it's a little bit like that, like that. But okay, two um, two levels to transport cars. So with a ramp at the back backside, and you could move. That came with the cars, and that was a gift from his company. I remember. Uh, there, the, the company always made a Christmas party and there were, I think, 1,000 people coming and before the parents could choose uh, the, the gifts for the children. So it was A, B, C, D, E or something like that. And my father was uh, um, deciding for this, this truck and that was wonderful. That is what I remember. What is the most, um, uh, what I treasure most, that is really difficult to say. What I treasure, treasure most is was to spend the time with the whole family together. That is what uh, what I, I, I treasure most. Uh, uh, without mobile phone, without sending any post and uh, answering to Facebook and, and so on. <laughs> what have we done without all these things? Next question, please. What is your favorite holiday tradition and why? Oh, um, the tradition. What was it? 
the tradition was always um, learning the poems uh, the, and the, to, to memorize the lyrics was quite a challenge for me. And then playing the Christmas songs when I started to play the guitar, so on classical guitar, and then we were all singing together. That was pretty good. At this time, my brother was not playing the guitar, and then later he played better, better than I did. But at this time, he didn't play, so we never could play together. That was a pity. But this tradition I really liked, and um, yeah, that was that was really really good tradition. What does Christmas mean to you, and how do you usually celebrate it? Yeah, Christmas is is for me um, a, um, a family family festivity. When the whole family comes together, now the family is already uh, yeah reduced uh, uh, a little bit. Uh, my brother is living at another in another city, and uh, yeah, we are not together. So um, at least uh, with my wife, I can be together, and uh, that that is that is one thing. Um, yes, my son, of course, um, and uh, what and how do we? That is more really uh, to be together. And to celebrate it together, and to uh, to to calm down. Um, I also like to go to church uh, the first Christmas day. That is, uh, I said already, Santa Claus is coming in Germany, uh, December twenty-four, and then twenty-five in the morning. I liked sometimes to go to church, and what I liked most is to hear the Christmas story. So they told the story of of Christmas, so the the birth of Jesus, and. Um, uh, and we were all singing songs together and all these songs everybody knows and that makes it easy to sing with everybody and that is a kind of joy and that makes me that makes me very happy yeah so was it the last question so then i wish you a merry christmas um, and all the best the good health and no flooding of course and um, yeah celebrate christmas if you celebrate it for all those who don't celebrate it then uh, think about us at least. Uh, but I know also some Muslim friends who celebrate it not in the Christian tradition, but in their way, and they give some some joy to the children. So everybody has another tradition, and um, I do it my way, and I hope you do it your way. Merry Christmas. I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team. it again with a new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, and head of the Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, protect for you? Anytime? worldwide? Contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality. 
safe. Flood protection secrets. The secrets you'll want to unfold. Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away. Subscribe to the season and you'll never be late for an episode.